on 2SM and the Super Network. High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Welcome back to High Tide with Kieran and Alan in the studio this morning. No, Grandy's back in next Saturday. Kieran reports from Jason Isaac, Ned Kelly's bait and tackle, 42 Gordon Street up at Port Macquarie. Yes. They are open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 7 p.m. To the beaches, this tail is still on most of the beaches with good reports from around Lake Cadai. Uh, the rocks, tail consistent of plumber and the lighthouse along with the odd bonito. There's a few brim and lutterick at plumber as well. In the estuaries, the lower have been reasonable off both break walls at port. Flathead consistent in the Hastings and some nice whiting at Lake Cadai. Offshore, the snapper begin to slow up on the closer reefs. Sorry, show up on the closer reefs. There's a few kingies and pearl perch wider out. That's Jason Isaac, Ned Kelly's bait and tackle. Yeah, and don't forget to go a little bit further north up there to Coffs Harbour. Outside, there's still... Uh the pearl perch, the kingies are out there. Been a few marlin, barcot are out there as well. Come in a bit closer, you'll find a good run of snapper. The um, the kingies have been in a bit of a deeper water. Pearl perch are there. There's been some tusk fish about around the 20 metre mark. Jeep fish have been out there as well. The islands, the lighthouse have got kingies. The uh, just the odd span, spot of mackerel about off the beaches mainly. Taylor, but there's been Jewies, Brim and Tarwine. The rocks, again, just a small runner drummer. Blackfish have been prominent, been a few grapper. Taylor, there was the odd long-tailed tuna caught there in the rivers, blackfish. Uh, rock walls have been the best on the run-out tide there. Down the front, you've got Flathead, Brim and Taylor. Upstream in the deeper holes, you'll find some Jewfish. Down at the marina at night, you'll pick up Trevally and Brim during the day for the blackfish. In the harbour, Trevally, Brim and Flathead. Captain Dan's been good. Caught up around the 90 to 100 centimetres. Pindari's had cod and yellow belly. Don't forget... Fishing Tackle Australia, 144, the Pacific Highway at Coffs Harbour. And it's a massive store, too, if you Unbelievable. Darren, Josh, Luke, Matt, they're the boys there. Pop in the Zoom. Otherwise, it's commonly known as Moe's. Yeah, well, remember they used to put out, like, the Trading Post magazine, Moe's Tackle? Yes. It was for it was magazine. It was as big as your mother. It was like the Telegraph. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now I've been down here where uh, Grant was going fishing yesterday, but... No photos, so obviously he didn't <laughs> catch anything. Probably not even a cold. But, um, yeah, there, there was a bit of a run of the pelagics running around Pitwater, you know, Taylor, Salmon, Benito, about. Um, over there on the western wall would be good. The coasters retreat, Mackerel Beach, those places. The Hawkesbury, um, Pitwater, Flint and Steel, Flies, White Bait. Uh, Pillies are working as well Here in the northern beaches Have all been good for Salmon and Taylor You've got D-Y, D-Y Coloring, Narrabeen Hudfish early morning and late in the afternoon Look at those tides uh, In the lake Down there on Ocean Street Jamison Park The Middle Bridge All produce some nice flathead White bait and uh, small soft plastics. Are they getting anything up at Maruchidor at the moment, Kieran? 
Well, Swanee was talking about it's it's okay. 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 What about crabs? Any crabs at the moment? No. No, <laughs> get the, the, new, the new moon's on its way in a few days. Right. Um, so the crab traps will go back in then. So that'll be okay as well. Now, okay, here's a question. How do the crabs know what the moon's doing, or is it more to do with the tides that are associated with the moon? They go to the computer. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you buy this, the telegraph or something, you know? <laughs> No, I just, you know, you talk about the moon phases, and how does the crabs know what the moon's doing? Well, it's the same as the fish. They can feel the barometric pressure changes. All right? We're fat, dumb, and stupid. We can't tell that. <laughs> we think we're so we, smart. You got that right. <laughs> Do we need a second opinion? No. Not really, we know. <laughs> With that, I'll take a break. This is 2SM. Talking sports. It's good when you win, but you can't win without having a loser. Exactly. Dennis, I've said that to Pappy and Graham in the lift numerous nights, right? Like, yeah, they're great, and they're perfect at a lot of things. But, like, you know, what if there wasn't someone like me who's a little bit dumb, gets many things wrong, etc.? You know, the, the balance of what we bring is... What we Wait, if there wasn't anyone like you, yeah, we, we'd, well, become, we'd, we'd be professional. We'd become even. Weekdays from three. We can still win it without Sammy Kerr. Nice. Very good. Very good. <laughs> good stuff. Uh, Hey, Glenn, you, you may start singing to a big crowd, but I promise by the time you finish, there won't be. <laughs> oh, come on. Happy <laughs> has never tried to sing a word in his not life. Not in public, I don't. No, no absolutely not. So you just back yourself, Glenn. This is 2SM. Talking Sport. Weekdays from 3. If you want to learn how to light up your career in an electrical trade or organise the office in admin, MEGT can connect you with thousands of employers Australia-wide. Earn while you learn with the number one experts in apprenticeship and traineeships. With a dedicated accounts team in every state, MEGT supports you from start to finish. Find your me with MEGT and visit megt.com.au forward slash jobs. G'day, Merv Hughes here. New Farm's been there for Aussie growers for a 100 years through prosperity and heartache, drought and flame, through the unprecedented and through innovation. New Farm's high-quality crop protection products are formulated right here in Australia because Aussie growers are tougher together through choosing Australian. New Farm understands local conditions and the importance for Aussie growers to have the right products at the right time. New Farm, Australian through and through. To learn more, visit newfarm.com.au. There is no better venue for weddings in Western Sydney than Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. With a beautifully appointed clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green, Twin Creeks can turn your get-together, party or celebration into a memorable special occasion. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Friendly Function Staff on 9670 8888. 
Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian-wide registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? This is 2SM Sydney. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with. Okay, Kieran, who are we going to talk to now? Brian Vanderbilt. Okay, and he is? And Brian runs, or well, he, he's been with fisheries since the beginning of time, I think. <laughs> he might not agree with that. That's he's around as long as what I've been. Uh, but... Morning, Brian. How are we? Yeah, good morning, guys. How are you going? We're good. I don't think you're that old. Kieran's making you out but uh, to be, but still. Now, we've gone fishing days on very soon. Yeah, that's right. I uh, can't really believe it's that time of the year again. We've gone fishing day just around the corner on, on the 8th of October. So it's a great way to celebrate all things fishing, given uh, re- recreational fishing is so popular in the state. With, you know, we've got around 1 million fishers that go fishing every year in New South Wales. So, yeah, very popular oh, sport. That's good. Now, fishing clubs, if they want to get involved with it, is there grants available to help them out? Yes, there is. So, um, so every year DPI runs um, some fishing events all, all across the state and you know, each year we ask fishing clubs and um, other organisations you know, involved with fishing to uh, get involved as well and, and host their own fishing events. And yeah, they can hold things like uh, fishing clinics, um, fishing days, but there's an option there for them to apply for a grant of up to $2,000. Um, or they can also apply for a, a gone fishing day fishing package. Okay, what do they get? What do they get in that? So the the grants can be used to purchase things like uh, fishing gear, baits, food, um, soft drinks, or any um, higher equipment that they might need to, to okay. assist them with with holding a, a gone fishing day event. No alcohol, I would assume. <laughs> <laughs> No, they can use their club fund for that if they if they want to. Yes. But um, yeah, but, but they can either apply for for a grant or otherwise, you know, as an alternative, they can they can apply for a, a fishing package, which basically consists of um, some quality, you know, rods and reels, um, you know, bags, giveaways, you know, for the for the kids, some advisory, you know, information, you know, things like um, you know, fishing guides, um, and that sort of thing. And that's just to help um, participants, you know. Um, yeah, we're with, with, with their you know, attending the event. Okay. Now, where do they get this information? What do they do to get in contact with fisheries? Well, the uh, application forms and the, um, the guidelines on, on how to apply, that's all available on our New South Wales DPI um, fisheries website. So um, if local fishing clubs want to get involved, it's, it's quite easy to fill out the, the application form. It's a fairly simple form to fill out. Um, they have until the 8th of September to get uh, applications in. 
um, and they can also um, keep an eye out on the fisheries Facebook page for any updates. And I guess just want to make the point here that um, these grants and these fishing packages and um, a lot of the activities on, on Go On Fishing Day, this is all um, supported with funding from the... the Great trust, yes. Yeah, the fishing licence. So, um, yeah, Not a fishing uh, licence, a fishing fee. Fishing license, yeah, fishing license fee. We call sometimes, but um, yeah, everyone calls it a license. I know, uh, but it was it was originally introduced as a license, but now it's a fishing fee. And then uh, various ministers changed the uh, the wording, and some brought it back, and some continue it on. I mean, I remember when we first moved down this this road to introduce fishing day you know and then i tried to get the current government at the time uh through noel blair i think it was at the time that we create a public holiday <laughs> you know that, and now i hear they want to get public holidays for everything else but why can't i get a public holiday for gone fishing day <laughs> Well, it's, it's usually a Sunday, so but, but, yeah, you're right, Karen. It has been around for a while now. Uh, it started back in 2016, so we've been going a while, and, and it, it seems to have stuck. So it's usually you know, in that sort of early October. But, um, yeah, look, it's, it's usually a great day. Now, Brian, uh, DPI runs their own events as well, don't they, on the day? They yeah, do. so we normally hold around um, six major fishing events across the state. We try and move them around to... You know, try and get give um, various regions of the state so um, you know opportunity to, to participate. But um, yeah, so this year we're looking at um, uh, events. Uh, you know, there will be one in Sydney, um, probably one down in the uh, Illawarra, Port Macquarie. Um, we're also going out to Narrabri and, and Cowra as well, and, and also on the central coast. Those. Yeah, I think uh, Harry Davies from Ozfish is involved in doing something too. I think the Ozfish people now are involved in it as well. Oh, look, yeah, each year Ozfish does get involved. They um, they apply for for some of the grants. They run their yeah. own events. Um, mm. Some of their their volunteers are involved in the our days as well. So uh, look, it's yeah, there's a lot of people that that, that get involved with this, um, and not just in New South Wales, but also. Um, yeah, in other states as well. Victoria always sort of uh, get involved as well. So it's, it's um, yeah, obviously in New South Wales we we certainly embrace going fishing day, and um, but yeah, there's, there is usually a lot happening around the uh, the country as well. It's very hard to run it all on one day because the fishing season starts in different states at different times. Yeah, there is. Uh, you know, when it first started, there was um, quite a bit of debate around when it should start. And um, but yeah, it's, it, it sort of settled on in, in sort of that early October period. And um, but yeah, understand that there's uh, different things going on in each state. But um, yeah, it's, it's usually on you know around that um, early October mark now. See, public holiday would solve all the problems. <laughs> we sure wouldn't have to worry about the that. time factor. And what we forgot to do was we never get to tell the fish. Yeah, there's only one problem with the one on this day, this year. That's the same day Bathurst's on. Oh. Yeah, it normally, um, it normally has, it has clashed with Bathurst in the, uh, in the past, but look, it's, um, Whatever date you choose, there's oh, a lot going is, on it. Hey, but yeah. There's no problem because the dads can carry their phone or their iPad with them and watch exactly. the race, stream that while they're out fishing. <laughs> That's right, man. No, um, 
there's lots of ways to, to watch the, the race as well, so... Yeah. Well, the idea is that the parents shouldn't be fishing, the kids should be well, fishing. Well, they've, they've got to take them fishing, Kieran. Yeah, but stay we'll there there. Mum and Dad can be there with the children. Yeah, and it doesn't hurt to dangle a line as well. No. Okay, now, this is all part of Fish for Life, building a healthier fishing future. Is that correct, Brian? It is, yeah. We've um, got our sort of Fish for Life program, which basically just involves trying to... Um, Increase participation in fishing across the state, trying to make it, you know, as inclusive as, as possible. Basically trying to, trying to sort of promote that. Look, fishing is, is fun for everyone. It's, it's a really easy sport to, to get involved with. You don't need a lot, uh, to, to get involved. You know, people can just go down to their local tackle store, um, to get started if they don't know where to start. Um, but yeah, look, it's a, it's a fun family activity, healthy outdoors activity. So, um, yeah, we're really trying to encourage people that, that haven't really uh, have thought about fishing and thought, well, look, I don't know where to start, but to, to come out and go on fishing day and uh, give it a go. Gets the kids out from behind the computer and out of the out of the shopping centres, out the fresh outdoors, enjoying themselves and having a good lifestyle. And get a, get a couple of executives like Sean Sloan and Pete Turnell out there doing a bit. And Peter's not an executive. He's a hard worker. Uh, you just yeah. ask him. <laughs> and he's a South supporter too. <laughs> <laughs> They're all got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, thank you very much for your time this morning. Hopefully we'll talk to you before going fishing day. Yeah. We do update. Okay. Bye. Brian Vanderwalt from DPI with Gone Fishing Day on the 8th of October, same day as Bathurst. Back soon. You wouldn't operate a chainsaw blindfolded. You wouldn't ride your dirt bike blindfolded. And you wouldn't walk on your roof blindfolded. Yet too many people dig without searching before you dig online first. Because if you don't search first, you're digging blind. Avoid high-pressure gas mains and high-voltage electricity cables every time. Search before you dig online every time. And never dig blind. From sailboats to yachts to jet skis, Finance Easy offer leisure craft loans with flexible repayments to suit your budget and lifestyle. And they give you an answer within 24 hours. They've taken the hassle out of borrowing money for your new pride and joy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying is easy. Visit the website and provide a few details. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. A practical, inexpensive Father's Day gift idea is Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. If you, Dad or someone you know suffers from arthritis or aches and pains, Stiff Sore and Sorry is the present that keeps on giving. Always read the label and use only as directed. If symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. To find a location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockists, call Ray on 040 Zero four zero sixty six seventy one three five nine. Good for the game tomorrow? Nah, still trying to sell the car. Oh, give me your phone, let me do it. Yeah, good luck. Car sales, instant offer. Car sales, what? Instant offer. You can skip creating an ad, dealing with buyers and waiting for a decent offer all weekend. Is that the offer for my car already? Yep. Now just take it to one of the official buyers nationwide, get it looked over, and the money drops the next business day. So I'll see you at the game then? Yeah, see you at the game. Car sales instant offer. The hassle-free way to sell your car. Season C supply. 
Looking for innovative appliances designed with the environment in mind? Then look no further. For over 110 years, Whirlpool has been a leader in kitchen and laundry appliances using patented Sixth Sense technology. Whirlpool guarantees outstanding results while saving precious time and energy. That's the best result for you, your family and the environment. So, have you got a Whirlpool? Visit whirlpool.com.au to find a stockist near you. Buying or selling a business? Looking at buying or selling a franchise? Having difficulty recovering monies owing to you? Need an employment agreement reviewed or drafted? These are all the things that the experts in our commercial team at Brighton's Lawyers can assist you with. Contact Brighton's Lawyers today on 1800 848 848 or visit brightons.com.au to book an appointment. Go with the lawyers that you know and trust. Brighton's Lawyers, we do support you with your commercial law needs. 2SM has Sydney talking. of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up. The Gold Coast. Yes, what about it? Well, we've got up in Queensland at Longreach. We've got Laurie the... McAnally. Mr. McAnally. Mr. and Mrs. McAnally. Oh, Mr. and Mrs. That's right. Right. And uh, a lot of activity right. up and down there. And I do believe there's been a good run of fish offshore. Mm-hmm. I know they've drifted okay. down from Maroochydore. Okay. And we'll check later. Well, actually, the cephalopods were safe for a few days because Paul was down at the boat show. Paul Burt, good morning. Good morning. How are you, gentlemen? We're very good. Good. What's going on? Oh, not much. No grant this morning. It's just the old crew back in here, Kieran and myself. Oh, the 18, awesome. Down, down. <laughs> <laughs> How are you surviving? Down the road. <laughs> <laughs> How are you surviving after the boat show? Ah, oh, mate, you're a crook. What else do you get from Sydney? You get nothing but bloody, you know, colds and flus and... It's, it's, that, air, it's that air conditioning for uh, all that time. Uh, Actually, no, you got it when you went up the after tackle show on the Friday night. That's what you got it. No, God, no, mate. <laughs> Everything was flowing there. <laughs> the, box, the, the golden locks, the uh, you know, the beer, the wine. They told me there was a good uh, roll-up on public on the public open day. Yeah, absolutely, mate. It was amazing. Um, you know, we had upwards of uh, four thousand people come through. It was, um, you know, last year they had seven hundred. Uh, this year, four thousand. So the government, the state government in here in Queensland, was so generous, um, paid for the tickets basically. You know, just opened the doors and said, right, whatever comes through the door, we're going to pay for it because this is this is fishing. We want to get people involved. Uh, you know, and the way they get involved is by coming down and, and looking at all this stuff, you know, um, and uh, all this, you know, the new products online and, and what's coming out for Christmas. So, yeah, quite fascinating. And, um, yeah, it's all happening, mate. So uh, 4,000-odd people came through the door. And um, As a change, I used to go to it every year. But... Yeah. Has it changed uh, before you could go in and you could have a look at all the new product and you could place an order? Right. You couldn't buy the product. I remember, I remember you could buy it when we had it out of Penrith back 30 oh, odd years ago. But we're different here in New South Wales to Queensland. We're more custom focused. Exactly. 
Hey, listen, I want to know, did you catch a fish yesterday? Absolutely. We went out there and uh, we went out off one look at it. Well, you know, it was my son's birthday on Friday, so... Happy birthday. Thank you for him. I'll pass it on. Um, so he's 14, one four, and we went out, um, I took him and his mate out through South Passage Bar, and the tuna were prolific. So... And we're only talking Mac tuna and uh, Pretty Boy tuna, which is like your lots of Leaping Finito stuff. And, mate, we, um, you know, we just sat on those for the day and we had a troll from Mac all no good uh, on those. Um, and, 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 look, I think if you're going to troll for the Mac, you've got to give us some time, you know. We had everything out. But um, the tuna were just popping up everywhere. So he had a ball, mate. We uh, bagged a heap of tuna. And I like eating uh, the, uh, the Pretty Boy tuna aren't too bad to munch on, but the actual... Um, the mac tuna are fantastic for salting down for fish when the snapper uh, closure here opens up on the 16th, after the 16th, sorry, um, works. Uh, that's great bait. And also um, our dogs, our dogs get beautiful coats. Their hair is amazing. Um, and from eating that oily fish being mac tuna. So, yeah, they'll, uh, they'll get a feed of that and, um, and I'll be able to put some baits in the freezer. So very happy, very lovely. Then we went to the gutter bar. You've been to the gutter bar at all, Blakey? No. Mate, you've got to go to the gutter bar. It's at, um, it's on the bottom end of Kringle at Morton Island, and it's just a, it's just an open, open sort of area that you just pull up on this amazing beach and you just walk up into the um, couple of houses up there and uh, walk past, and there's a big giant forex sign and all open area. There's an old boat on the ground, old mullet boat, and um, just all old stuff really. And mate, it's pretty cool. You just chill out, sit around, and have a have a soft drink or a beer and, if, uh, if i'm up there in my if, if i'm up there in my boat it's got a little bar on board already oh mate yeah no you've got to get sand between the toes blakey and then get off the boat <laughs> you've got to clean the sand off the boat <laughs> doesn't matter dip it in the to- dip it in the water when you get there and it's awesome you've got Dave's gutter you can just sit in Dave's gutter mate you've got to get in there at high tide but um there's some beautiful big boats get in there it's absolutely gorgeous what about the dingoes any dingoes there no, no, I had a fat blue heel sitting beside me and I realised it was fat because it goes from every table to table and eats your lunch when you're sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> but that, mate, yeah, and then we came back in and uh, we got home last night about 7 o'clock, so it was a nice big day in the water and, you know, the um, the, the, the boat went well and the uh, engine went amazing, everything was great, yeah, so, mate, we, and again, I, I just can't, you know, how much fuel savings I've gone from going from Yamaha to Suzuki? It's uh, it's incredible. The, the, the Suzuki on the uh, on the fuel. The, the lean burn technology is is a game changer. Maybe oh, yeah. maybe he might upgrade and get, find himself in a bar crusher. No, I love my Surtees, mate. And um, you know, it's actually the first time that Suzuki is with Surtees. So, uh, and I'm I'm happy yes, with that. It's that's just right. a really really good um it's a good setup and uh, i love my she's seven meters she's a great boat and yeah. close cabs they got a bit cool coming home last night but we just closed the door <laughs> see kieran oh. you got to remember paul's base in queensland bar crushes out of victoria and they've got andrew hart down there doing their bits and pieces so they, that correct paul that's correct mate absolutely yeah yeah well though hardy's coming up to 1770 in uh, september he, yes is he coming up he's going to your place well well, we're going to meet up there and take... He's got his new one up there, and uh, I'll, I'll get mine out and we'll go and do a few things. Oh, Soon you won't go fishing with me. Yeah, well, mate, that's good. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you won't go fishing with it? Why not? <laughs> mate, he's joking. Mate, I know, I know. No, that's good, it's good, mate. Um, you know, Andrew, I, I suggest, you know, just 
rock on up there with a the swag, Blakey's house. You know, it's um, mate, it's the big one on the hill. We can't miss it. <laughs> he many, was, many bedrooms, many floors. He wants to go camping out at Lady Musgrave. I said, good, I'll leave you out there each day. I'll come back. <laughs> I tell you what, if, 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 if he's listening, if Andrew's listening, good morning to you, mate. Is that uh, just go out there and uh, you stay on the pontoon when all the all the um, cruise boats and the uh, day boats and all that leave the pontoon? You pull up next to it, put your swag on it, and stay on that. Take a little billy from Anaconda to keep your keep your uh, super warm. <laughs> They have dinner on this bloody thing, and then in the morning, a crack of dawn, you're out fishing anyway, and then the cruise boats turn up. Yeah, for those who don't know, they've got a, a floating pontoon out at Lady Musgrave now. they actually got accommodation on it. You can go and stay for the night. It's very upmarket, but it looks very nice. Have you been there, Paul? Mate, absolutely. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's just a big pontoon. So it's, um, but everyone, a lot of people do it, but just, you know, all I suggest anyone who does this is take your bloody rubbish with you. Yes, don't please. Don't anything on there. Because, you know, one person destroys it for everyone, you know. Take your bait bags, take your light rubbish, leave it as if you found it. Always yeah. bring back more rubbish than what you take. Oh, if everyone takes an extra one or two pieces of stuff they find laying around, and we did that when we were out in the Coral Sea, we'd walk along the beaches and find bits of plastic and things like that, and we'd collect it. And actually, the Coral Sea Marine Park Authority um, gives us a form to fill out to say what we brought back so they can try and work out where the rubbish is coming from, because a lot of some shipping and things like that out there. But yeah, please bring back more than what you take. Yeah, that, and that's exactly right. Exactly right. Um, so, you know, you're going to be looking... Uh, it, it's just... But out, out there... You know, you catch so many fish. You're only allowed 20 fish per person anyway. You know, seven trout, seven um, li lippers. Um, you know, I think there's only like five reds or something and some parrotfish. So your, your totals are 20 per person. And you're gonna, you're, most of the time you're going to catch that. You're going to bag out. Yeah. So, you know, just um, remember, you know, plenty of ice because you are in the tropics and all that. But even down here yesterday, we had 26, 27 degrees. You yeah. know, that's summer. It's incredible. It's incredible. You, you make a good point there. We, we spend a lot of money on boats and fishing gear and yeah. to get ourselves out there. And you go to catch fish. Spend a little bit on some ice and a good slurry set up so you can look after that fish to get it back intact and, and enjoy what you you spent all that money on. 100%, mate. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, and, and I, I spoke to some people yesterday, the other day about... Um, because we're looking at uh, netting up here being closed down, which inshore netting... Uh, Later, sometime in the future, near future, not too far away future, apparently. Well, not um, cast nets. You're talking about actually netting across rivers, or yeah, I'm talking about professionals. Um, and if that's the case, then uh, you know you can say goodbye to your whining, brim, you know, uh, flathead, all that sort of netting in the estuaries. It's a you know it's a 160 million dollar buyback scheme or 80 million dollars, 50 percent of that, um, where you know um, it's going to change everything so you know the netters will have a, 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 a payout hopefully it's good for them enough and um and uh, you know fishing will will will, will increase again for, for for anglers but it also you got to look at it too that it comes down to um you know the cost of of what anglers spend to go fishing you know yeah. 10 anglers might catch what you know one pro does um but what does 10 anglers spend, spend? Yeah, I hope Queensland doesn't make the mistake New South Wales did when they bought out some of the uh, pro licences and then the pros just went and used other licences and, and fished exactly the same, just in different areas. If, if you're going to buy a licence off them, you've got to say, well, all your licences, boys, not just uh, one out of this and one out of that. No, no, and that's exactly right. You can't do that. 
no, mate. If that if that's if that's the case, then you know it. it, it you just everyone's going. You know, I'm sure they've worked it out as well. So fingers crossed. It's it's just one of those things that you also hope that where they've been netting, they don't turn into marine parks or green zones. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, because that's 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 just ridiculous. So you, you, I understand you've got to have places for um, for fish to breed and, and all that sort of stuff, and maybe just look at you know, increasing the size limit, lowering the bag limit, if you call it, you know, on certain species. So, anyways, but um, look, it's a it's a, a wait and see to find out exactly what's happening. There hasn't been too much going up and down about people about it yet. So, yeah. Uh, but other than that, guys, um, yes, yeah, we've seen some uh, a lot of snotweed coming through, and that's creating a massive problem. Um, for anglers, trolling lures. Uh, it's uh, in Morton Bay yesterday. It was prolific, and that shut down the diver whining. It's it's um, played havoc with squid and all that. And the reason for that is is because you cast your lure out or your bait out, and you instantly got so much weed around your your hook. It's it's unpenetrable. You can't see uh, your bait. You can't see your lure because of this weed that flows through the water. And I think a lot of that, with the blooming of it at the moment, is probably due to this water. Well, the water temp yesterday was only 70 degrees, but maybe the the, um, the outside temp's a little bit too warm to 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 bloom it up. But normally September we get a good run of weed coming through, and we're only halfway through August, so you know it's um, it's much earlier than than normal. But it does play play havoc for a lot of anglers um, wanting to go fishing in the estuaries. Uh, in the bays because of this weed is just so so heavy. Th- that's not weeds an annual event, basically, isn't it? Yes, it is, Blakey. Absolutely, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's one of those ones where you you, you when you get the northerly winds, generally it really brings it in. Yeah, when uh, it starts to warm up, yeah. Mm, mm, so that it, and it happens so fast. I, I, I think uh, under a, probably by the naked eye, you could see it doubling so fast. Like yesterday, it was thick. It was thick, and it, it, it played hard. Particularly when we were in Morton Bay, you know, we uh, we got out much of a walk around the banks, and mate, it was just stringing off your legs as you were walking along. And you know, there's no way you'd swim in the water because you know you'd uh, you'd, have, you'd come up looking like a slime. <laughs> Does it hurt the outboards at all? Does it block up the water intakes? Mate, I, I had one like one small blockage yesterday um, that I I, I I I just put my finger around the telltale yeah. and, um, and, and and just shuffled out a little bit of stuff, whatever it was. But yeah. uh, it might have been. Bit of shell glue or something because we're in pretty shallow water. Okay. Into the pond. Mm. But other than that, mate, no, I don't think it does. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. It's, it's, it's a real light sort of mossy weed. It's weird stuff. It's like an algae. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it just gets to like three foot long, and then it gets to little little clumps. But it just in the water it opens up. But when you get it on your hook, it just contracts back. Yeah, it's quite a feral thing, but um, but other catches down here, guys, we're seeing a few blue swim, blue swimmers around at the moment, which is lovely. Uh, so they're around in, in good numbers, actually. But again, you know, you pull your pot up and it's covered in the weed, but you might see three crabs in there. So good, good to see you calling them blue swimmers, not sand crabs, that you like to call them up there. Yeah, I know. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. <laughs> you are right because I, I noticed Swanee yesterday was talking about the sand crabs as well. <laughs> yeah. That's what they call them up there. There's no problem. Yeah, but they did catch up there around Maruchi, in the river up there, the mangrove, gra- mangrove jacks. A few mangrove yeah. jacks were caught. Yes, yeah, the jacks are about at the moment. Uh, we actually saw some jacks yesterday around, uh, there's a wreck out of uh, Amity Point, the place where I grew up when I was a kid with my grandma. Uh, off North Strati there, and um, yeah, there's a wreck out there called Rufus King. And yesterday, the waves on the on the bar were minimal; it was very small, so you could actually get to the world Rufus King. And what Rufus King was was an old um, cargo ship was turned into a hospital ship in World War Two. Anyway, it's it come to grief on that bar, and it's still quite long. Uh, it's probably maybe 80 feet long of of just stuff, 
you know, on the on the deck, and a little bit actually came out of the water yesterday. So for me, it was a bit of a uh, you know a take back in time uh, moment because as a kid growing up, you know, 30, 40, 45 years ago, I remember seeing this thing as my grandma would take me over to the beach, and I'd see these metal poles hanging out of the water. I remember it was the Rufus King. It's just she always told me stories about it. And yesterday, I pulled up next to it and. Uh, and there's the, the Rufus King that I basically, you know, was right on on top of. Uh, it's only in five metres of water. Um, but the the the, uh, the fish life is phenomenal, and uh, there are mangrove jacks there leading into the story of you talking about mangrove jacks up in Maruji. Is that there are mangrove jacks around this Rufus King wreck, and they are big ones. Mm-hmm. And I saw I saw a bunch of them yesterday. So, you know, they're uh, they're around. They generally come out of the creeks and rivers and head to the entrances this time of the year when it's cold. So the Southport Seaway, uh, around the end of the Southport Seaway wall would be a phenomenal spot right now to go for your mangrove jacks. So I'd prefer the run-in tide. Uh, low tide, you might find a bit too much weed there. That's not weed again, uh, because all the weed's been pushed out by the run-out tide and it just accumulates in those corners on the, on the, uh, on the eddy, on the, on the run-out. Uh, but on the run-in, you're getting clean ocean water coming in. So maybe that first hour or two of the run-in and then maybe the last hour or two of the run-in. Those little corners, Live yakkers, they, they crush those things and yeah, nice, nice and light weight. Okay, not, nothing too heavy. You get snagged by the, uh, the rocks and just, just sit next to the rock wall there and, uh, just let out a live into the, into the edge of the rocks there and hold on. Interesting thing. I just looked up there, Rufus King. She went up on the uh, 7th of July, 1942. She was a Liberty ship and, um, it was on its way to Los Angeles, from Los Angeles to Brisbane when it grounded. And they, sal- they salvaged the front half of the ship with the engine still intact in 1945 and turned it into a, a lighter barge for a while. Is that right? Yes. Wow. So that's it's- quite an interesting fact. That is an interesting fact. Yeah, she's a big girl. Yes, well, the Liberty ships are great. If you're in San Francisco, they've still got one there. You can climb over. And that was the first ships they built in, um, in kit form, basically. They put all the bits together and they could build one in six weeks. Is that right? A ship? <coughs> did yeah. they build the Titanic? How long did it take them to build the Titanic? A lot longer than that. Not wrong. And those Liberty ships, if they made one passage, they paid for themselves wow. during the war. Wow. Okay. And there's, there was something like 125,000 merchant seamen died on Liberty ships during the war. Huh. Yeah, so. wow. Okay. That's interesting to know. So yeah. they were a target, obviously? Yeah, well, they used them as a, as a cheap way of transporting goods. I think they'd carry eight and a half or 9,000 tonnes of equipment on there. Yep. And, yeah, uh, yeah interesting boats. You want to have a look, while, while you're on the Google machine there, Blake, you to have a look at um, the Limerick, HMS Limerick, uh, which is the wrecked off, off Ballina that we fish quite regularly. Um, that was torpedoed by the Japanese submarine, um, submarines back in World War Two, And uh, it was one of the, it was the last boat of a trailing fleet heading south or north, I can't remember. Anyway, um, but she's still intact. This boat is like 120 metres long and 110 metres of water. So you can imagine the fish life around that thing is phenomenal. The 18K east of Ballina. Yeah, it's not far out. It's because when you're talking about the East Coast currents and uh, the continental shelf, etc., is that the most eastern point of Australia is clearly point of uh, Byron Bay, and Ballina is literally only 20 k south of Byron Bay. So the shelf is really close. 18 k's, you're in 110 metres of water. So you know, and then from there, it just plummets straight off the planet. So you know, it's a really good fishery. It attracts a lot of different species of fish. Okay, hang on a second. I need to take an ad break, and I'll come back. We're okay. talking with Paul Burt.
Afternoons with Brent Altitude. The Cabinet's decision to keep or not to keep Dr Philip Lowe as the uh, Reserve Bank Governor. Let's face it, that's a hell of an error. It's not just a small mistake, it's a beauty. I think when you make a mistake like that and you're in a position like that, you can't expect longevity. Around 60% of Generation Z said they feel more lonely now than they did when COVID restrictions and lockdowns were in place. Brent Bultitude has Sydney talking. G'day, it's old rivals Ben Hennett and Josh Morris. At Coach, you can hire whatever you want for the job, like a floor grinder. Or a floor stripper, eh? Or a road saw. <laughs> or an Drill. <laughs> what is that? Okay, Josh, you won this round. Hire any equipment for any job. Visit your nearest Coates or Bunnings Warehouse. Coats equipped for anything. Hey, it's Candy here. As a presenter in the world of sport, I see many powerful performances. Now, thanks to Azito, we're helping power your next DIY project. Did you know Azito's 18-volt range is powered by Einhell? German-designed quality, driving innovation and performance. So you can power over 85 cordless tool and garden products with the same battery. Azito, powering DIYers all day, every day. Exclusively available at Bunnings Warehouse. For ultimate braking performance on your off-road adventures, fit Bendix Ultimate Four-Wheel Drive Brake Pads. Their high-tech ceramic formulation provides low dust and noise while delivering high-temperature stability and exceptional fade resistance. They also feature our mechanical retention system backing plate for improved pad attachment strength. Bendix Ultimate Four-Wheel Drive Brake Pads. Bendix, put your foot down with confidence. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call... Zero seven five six one nine eight one nine eight two SM Sydney's talking two SM twelve sixty nine more of high tide on two SM and we're talking with Paul Burt up on the Gold Coast. Yeah, it's nearly time for us to tell him he's got to move along as we're going to go to Port Stevens. You saying you want him to step outside? But it'd be very nice. Are you going to step outside? Hey, mate, yes, today we're actually uh, heading out to do um, some banana prawning with Ryan Lomax from Anaconda at St. Galva. Um, and we're then cooking up a, a little bit of a like, a like a slider burger with some prawns on it, so it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a good show today, so check it out and have a look and um, see what your thoughts are. Actually, so, you know, I must... I must, sorry to interrupt you, Paul, but I must say, Anaconda, I thought they had all the talent they could get, but I see you've added Tim Simpson to the crew at Anaconda. 
Oh, yeah, he's been there for a couple of weeks. I know that, yeah. but some of the people don't know that yet. Yeah, yeah, so um, I've, I've put his... Um, We've put his name forward. I've put it in front of the right people, and um, he's um, he's now working at uh, Anaconda at Ashmore. So if you want to get some the best blue water advice, uh, you know, pop on down. He just loves fishing, mate. He yes. loves fishing. he loves to be. Uh, he's passionate about it. So um, you can go in there and have a you know take a take a thermos of coffee with you and have a chat with Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of people get passionate yeah, about yeah. playing golf, but can never do it. A lot of people are the same with fishing. But Tim yeah. is one guy who is passionate and can do it and do it to the ultimate. Okay. Yep. Now, is it getting back to step outside? It's on today? <laughs> 2.30 today, mate, 7, mate. Uh, check it out there. And, of course, then if you miss it today, it'll be on tomorrow morning nice and early. And um, and that, that'll that'll be uh, around 7.30 in the morning. But every morning you wake up, just turn it on at 7 o'clock and uh, we're on every day at the moment around the country. Start your day with Paul Burt. That's no problem at all. Oh. Wake up with 30, it'll be all right. Yeah, frightening. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Thank you, Paul. You have a great week. <laughs> right, I know. So See bye. you, mate. Paulie Bird, he's a good boy. Okay. Duff, Salamander Bait and Tackle. Salamander Way, Salamander Bay. I think we got Duff on the line. Yeah, I think no it's Duff. 4982071. That's it. Maybe a Matt. Matt, good, good morning. morning. Actually, happy Sunday. Actually, the original uh, Duff was in probably two weeks ago. There yeah, you go. How was he? Uh, you know what? He's, he's, his mobility's knocked around a bit, actually. Oh, that's so, not good. He's not that flash, but they were um, as in. But he's able to. Uh, they were going up to Broughton Island, so um, on the last, uh, Wednesday just gone actually. So they were they were off for a boat trip, both the Duff brothers. Oh, good. So, uh, I don't I don't hear any results, but I think just getting out and being in the boat will be a win for him. Yes. Uh, which is good. Always well, good to get out. And speaking of that, how did how the boat show go? Alan, did you sell many bar crushers thing? Uh, yes, we did. Oh, lots of interest, rather, or whatever. It's no, we about. sold a lot of bar crushes. There was, uh, well, it was, it, we exceeded last year's, um, nearly doubled last year's sales of bar crusher this year. So it was interesting. Different segments of the market are moving. Some aren't, some are. But the bar crusher was definitely a hit at the show. And what was good, we were right across the, the hall, um, the aisleway from the main opposition. So the people could see both boats together. And they walked to us, walked over there and walked back and said, I have a bar crusher, please. Because so. uh, I mean, during that COVID period, and just there, there after or before, I remember you telling me stock was very hard to get. Yeah, it still look, it still is hard to get. Hard tops are out the next year already, um, but there are increasing production of them. And I was saying earlier, they've got new owners, and uh, one of the listeners rang up and said, are they still Australian? I said, yes, they're still Australian. The gentleman who bought the company came from Adelaide, so it's still an Australian company, Australian built. Oh, they're still all made here. Oh, that's good. That's something yes. I like. I like to hear those stories. Yes. You know, you certainly don't hear many of them. I went around the shop the other day after someone asked me and tried to work out how many. <laughs> if you look at the shop percentage, probably about, <clears throat> I don't know, 5 or 6 percent of No, probably about 10 to 15 percent are not made in that one country that we don't like. Yeah, well, look, I do that now when I go shopping. I actively look at where the products are made. And I hate, oh, sorry, I hate, I've got a bugbear when they say uh, Australian made. You look at oh, 10, from 10 percent Australian. Sorry, yeah. unless it's 50. Fifty percent that shouldn't be on there. You get a lot. That's right. You get a lot of that sort of stuff. Yeah. But uh, that's unfortunately where we are. But anyway, uh, let's be. Look, the weather's looking all right outside. There's slight winds today. The seas are reasonably slight. And I think we're going to get a bit of rain later in the afternoon. And then Monday, Tuesday, a bit of a few showers around. But who cares? Um, suddenly change on Tuesday. Either. But other than that, I think uh, 
I'd be advocating for an early morning fish as I always do and I'd be out there now trying so probably I know Martin's down the beach because I see the car here so someone, <laughs> someone's gone fishing this morning um, and they've picked up their buddy and the, the car's in the car park so I'd say they'd be down at Barubi targeting Brim which is um, a good good time in the morning to be down there and it's the fish to target in winter off the beach as well as Taylor if you want um, they have been getting a few nice jewfish during the week and there was one caught on the break all the other day uh, I think it, he said 28 kilos in the picture. I don't know. I put it on Facebook. It looks, it's a big fish. I don't know if it's that big. Um, nevertheless, look, they're big fish over that, that size. So when I speak to the commercial guy, 10 kilos is probably the nice, nice size eating yeah. one. That's as big as you want. 20, 15 pound actually. 15 to 20 pound would be the way to go. In the Jewfish, um, still getting some blackfish off the main break wall. Uh, I'm even going to go this afternoon, I think. There you go. So close up early, go fishing on Sunday. Um, but hopefully it rains a bit and that'll, uh, limit out the, um, there'll be more there'll be more positions for fishing if there's a bit of rain down there uh, and the quality of the fish is good uh, Taylor off the main break wall as well so Ocean Rocks they've been getting some drummer at Fisherman's Bay Boat Harbour a few blackfish around there too and some snapper around um, Single Point uh, relative Single Head Peter Silcock some nice pan-sized reds from Middle Island um, just on the change of tide there on the northwestern side and then also he went up to Brighton during the week and got uh, a few small kingfish at North Rock and some um, pan-sized reds at the 21 reef um, just looking at the diary uh, we've st- and those warm days we've had during the week produced some flathead in the shallows actually okay. enough over at the shortcut and, and I think that's due to the um, it's in less than a metre of water, so that's obviously those mid-20 degree days, which we had a few of, that's obviously activated their feeding. So you don't normally get too much of that action in the, this time of year, but it hasn't felt like winter really for the most part all of August. So fingers crossed we've dodged those horrible westerly winds and we've just got some nice um, stable temperature into um, or weather conditions rather into spring. And then how did the uh, races go yesterday for you lot? Kieran? Uh, races? No. I don't, we ran a couple of seconds. One was scratched, and I think the other two, the other two ran second. Okay, so got a payback. Next week, then no problem. Well, that's us for Sunday, the Sunday the thirteenth of thirteenth of August. There you go, two thousand twenty-three, and we'll talk to you next Saturday. From Duff Salamander Bay Tackle Salamander Way Salamander Bay four nine eight two eight seven double one of the Coles Express Service Station. Matt from Duff Salamander Bait and Tackle, he is a good boy. Mm. But, uh, How are we going for time? We've got about two minutes to go. We have. Let's run back through over Blake's Marine, which is not open on the Sunday. No, we're closed on a Sunday nowadays, but uh, got the last of the Bait Show specials on the Stacey's up to $2,000 um, off the trailer. We'll take it off the package for you. That's on the bigger ones. and It's a sliding scale as you come down to the different boats. So uh, that's okay. available. Bar crushes. Um, must mention those with the... I did have it here somewhere. I wrote down something for you, and I forgot what it was. Uh, look, they got a price rise in on the 1st of January, 6.5%. So if you're after one, um, try and get in before the price rise. Um, and as I said, they're still Australian-owned, so it's a good thing. Uh, Yamaha's got a few deals on it, so Suzuki at the moment. So uh, give the boys a call tomorrow, four five double seven double six double nine. Don't forget to get a Stacer. Yeah, get a Stacer. You're Australian made. Um, come out of the same factory as Quintrex. Quintrex and Stacer is the same company. And uh, they do different things on the two boats, but they're good Australian product. Uh, they're actually owned by BRP, which is Bombardier Recreational Products. Oh, okay. They own Stacer on all of Tellwater. So uh, worth having a look at those. You will be happy. And uh, we've got 40 or 50 in stock most of the time, so you can come into the boat show every day at Blake's Maroon. And you don't have to pay the price to go into the boat show. Well, <laughs> we, we know Stevie Bowler says that. 
That's right. On a regular basis, boat show every day. It is. And uh, don't forget the staff. Who, who's working there now? Oh, who's working there now? Lee. Lee's there. Donnie's still there. Michelle. Donnie's still there? Yeah, Donnie's still there. Nearly time to retire. How's but... the country in Western going, Donnie? He's going all right. You landed Michelle in the shop uh, with Yana, and then Lee in sales with Ken. Uh, Brad's looking after service, and uh, Domingo and his team down the back still in Quickly service, have we got... Let's get in, book in early. Yes, get in, do it early before it uh, gets too bad. And Kieran's phone's ringing already. He carries it yeah, in. Somebody, I don't know why somebody will ring me while I'm working. But. Well, it might be someone trying to sell you something, Kieran. That doesn't know you. <laughs> Thank exactly. you for listening, everyone. Same time, same channel next weekend. It'll be Grant and Kieran next weekend. I'm in Hobart for a Yamaha dealer conference. Look forward to your company. And don't forget, please, keep your eye on the sky. And good luck. And... Uh, I wish the Matildas all the best on yes, Wednesday. Yes, safe boating, everyone.